This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. President Joe Biden has some advice for all Americans. Aprende Espanol. The way things are going at the border, I think this is very good advice. You should pay attention to your president. It means learn Spanish. In order to get by in the new America, speaking and understanding Spanish will be a must. By now, it has to be pretty clear to everyone that Joe Biden and the radical Democrats want open borders. And they have them. The welcome mat is out, and Central America is literally emptying out. And Mexico, too. And everyone is coming to America. I think Joe Biden and the Democrats believe that borders are racist, so they have to be taken down. In the last month, nearly 200,000 people have crossed the border. And it's getting busier every day. And why not? Joe Biden says that He's showing compassion by opening the border. He's a compassionate man. Everyone knows that. He can't let the people of Mexico and Central America suffer at the hands of their government leaders. He wants them to come here and live in New York and California and Michigan. It doesn't matter that the people who lead these three states are far worse than any of the terrible leaders of Central America or Mexico. Joe Biden's compassion for the people of Central America and Mexico is causing hundreds of thousands of them to make plans to come to America. And it's hard for people in those countries to get here. So many of them pay the Mexican cartels to smuggle them into the country. They pay thousands of dollars to the cartels. In fact, the cartels are now making more money smuggling people into America than they were making selling drugs. Many parents are paying the cartels to smuggle their children into America. They let the cartels take children as young as three years old and get them over the border. Now, many of these children are raped by the cartels. Many of them wind up being sold as sex slaves, and many of them die on the way to America. Those who can't keep up are left to die. This is very compassionate. If you want to hear about the terrible things that can happen to people trying to come to America, do not watch NBC or CBS or ABC or CNN or any of the mainstream media. And don't read the New York Times or the Washington Post or the Los Angeles Times or USA Today. They don't like to make you unhappy, so they don't tell you about the children dying or the ones being sold as sex slaves. I know some of you might be thinking that the media shouldn't cover up these things, but you're wrong. If you knew about these things, it might make you very angry at Joe Biden. You might demand that he stop this terrible open border policy, policies that hurt children. But you must remember always that his policies are compassionate. If children get hurt or die, knowing it would only make you sad, and that just wouldn't be right. So it's better that you don't know anything. Just keep in mind, as hundreds of thousands of people come across the border, that you're witnessing true compassion. 
And as the number of people crossing the border keeps increasing, you should be very proud that Joe Biden is rescuing people from a terrible life. Of course, some of us wonder if children who stay at home in their own countries are sold as sex slaves too. Do cartel members kidnap them and sell them? Do children who stay at home drown crossing rivers like the Rio Grande? Do they get raped a lot if they stay home? Are they in more danger if they stay in their own country? Or are they in more danger if they go with cartel members and try to cross the border? I don't know the answer to that question, but I can guess. One thing is certain. We can be thankful that the mainstream media isn't covering this story. I don't like to be unhappy, and I don't think anybody does. So it's better that we don't know a thing. Another thing I wonder about is, when will it stop? or even slow down a little bit. President Biden doesn't seem to want to talk about it, and Kamala Harris, who he appointed to help solve the problem, hasn't even been to the border to see what's going on. What's up with that? You'd think that they'd like to know, wouldn't you? Maybe it would make them sad, so maybe it's better that they stay away. They're compassionate people, and they have feelings, so maybe they should simply keep ignoring the problem. But... If they would just tell us what their goal is, at least that would make me feel better. I mean, how many people do they want to let into the country? What's a good number for them? A couple of hundred thousand a month are coming now, but is that a good number? Why not a million a month, two million a month, or even more? If you have open borders, nothing can stop them from coming. So when will it stop? Do they even want it to stop? It doesn't look like it. From what I'm seeing, it looks like no number is too big. I know this sounds improbable, but what if nearly everyone in Central America and a good part of the Mexican population all decide to come here? If you have open borders, and we do, what's to stop them? The answer is nothing. The Biden administration, so far at least, has taken no action whatsoever to stop people from crossing the border illegally. They say they're arresting people and sending them back, but the number being sent back is very small. Over 80% are being let in. It seems to me that if they aren't really doing anything to stop it, then it won't stop. Why should it? The number of people crossing the border each month is only going to get higher and higher. The only conclusion any rational person can come to is that they don't want it to stop. They want millions of people to come. And once they're here, Joe Biden wants them to become citizens and to vote. And they'll vote for socialist. Joe Biden likes that idea. After four years of completely open borders, will most of the 181 million people living in Central America be living here? It's possible, I suppose. And how many people from Mexico will be here? Sounds to me like America could be a Spanish-speaking country so maybe we should all be taking lessons. Of course, there'll be lots of room in Central America with all of the residents living here in America. Now that means that Republicans could maybe take over Central America. I bet 150 million Republicans could make Central America a very nice place. The economy would be booming, and everyone could live in freedom. It would be a paradise. It wouldn't work, though. With the socialists in charge of the United States, it wouldn't be long before everything would be in ruins. And then there'd be caravans of people coming back to Central America, 
millions and millions of them, because liberals fail wherever they're in power. That's the closest thing we have to settled science in the entire universe. I guess moving Republicans to Central America won't work. We still wouldn't be able to get rid of the radical left. They'd fail running America as they always do, and then they'd follow us to Central America, just like they're all trying to move now to Texas and Florida. They just never learn. We need to win big in the 2022 elections. If Republicans take over the House and the Senate, maybe we can close the borders. We have to do something, because trying to teach everyone how to speak Spanish just isn't going to work. And I wonder, what did President Biden learn recently in one of his many talks with his old boss, Barack Obama? I'll tell you what he learned. He learned that he has an open mind about packing the Supreme Court. That's what he learned. President Biden used to be against packing the Supreme Court. He has said that he's against it on more than one occasion. So why did he appoint a special commission the other day to study it? And why is this bipartisan commission just loaded with far-left radicals? Maybe Joe Biden doesn't want to pack the court, but his old boss does, so now we have a commission. Some people are saying that he appointed the commission to appease the radical left. They say that this commission is a way for the president to stall the radical left. At the end of 180 days, the commission will report that everything is fine, just the way it is, and that will be that. Biden won't have to pack the court, but he can say that he listened to this special commission. But that doesn't make sense. If he's just stalling, why have so many more radicals on the commission? I'm going to guess that Barack Obama told Joe Biden not to worry. He probably told Joe that he and some of his friends would take on the responsibility to appoint the commission, and Joe could just sit back and everything will be fine. Don't worry about a thing, Joe. You can trust us to do the right thing, or the far left thing. Hopefully, a few members of the Senate will see just how bad this idea is and vote against it. But this is just another example of how Joe Biden has adopted the socialist platform. Maybe he never was really a moderate Democrat, like the media said. Maybe he's always been a radical. Whatever the case, this is a very bad idea. And President Biden took a big step the other day in trying to keep all Americans safe from gun violence. He really does care, doesn't he? He has so much compassion. Unless you live in Chicago or just about any other American city controlled by the left, in those cities, people are killing large numbers of their fellow citizens, and nothing Joe Biden suggested the other day would do a thing to stop that gun violence. The gun violence Joe Biden wants to stop is like when a hunter accidentally kills himself cleaning his rifle. This is obviously the biggest problem facing America. Too many guns in the hands of law-abiding citizens, and it must be stopped. We can't have these people owning guns, so we have to take them away. Biden signed some executive orders, but he said they were just a start. His little talk about guns the other day was full of lies, and even liberals saw that. But lies are acceptable when you're compassionate. You're just trying to keep Americans safe, so tell as many lies as you want. He also said that the executive orders weren't a threat to the Second Amendment. He said this was a phony argument. But then, 
He said that no amendment is absolute. In fact, nothing in the Constitution is absolute. Barack Obama taught you that. He was a constitutional law professor a long time ago, back when even he believed in the Constitution. You're so lucky that he explains a lot of these very hard-to-understand concepts, right, Mr. President? So lucky. What's next? We have no absolute right to freedom of speech? If law-abiding citizens have no guns and no freedom of speech, America will be a great place, won't it, Mr. Biden? I bet it would be, for people like you and your old boss, of course. But for the rest of us, it would be a living hell. So if you don't mind, we'll just keep our legal guns and our freedom to speak our minds. If you really think about it, you might remember a time when you thought this was a really great idea, too. Gun ownership and freedom of speech. It's like they go hand in hand, right? Take my word for it, Mr. President. This is a good thing, and you don't need a commission to help you think this one through. The radical left, they just don't stop, do they? You have to watch them all the time. Now, this would be a very dull country if we couldn't speak our minds, and we like it noisy and full of ideas. Let's keep it that way.